boy, I just can't help but smile every time I hear that music because I know it's time for another episode of the Rec Poker Podcast. Now, we are trying something a little different today. I'm your host, Jim Reed. And instead of a chats edition or a forums edition, we're going to go take a peek into the rec room. So over at Rec Poker, uh, we've got a free community membership where anyone can come and join up and become a part of Rec Poker Nation. All it takes is an email address. Just go to rec.poker, sign up for a free community account, and you can type in the forums, you can watch our free videos, you can play in the home games. It's a great way to interact with the other members of Rec Poker Nation. Some of the folks that really jump to the fore uh, are the, guy, the guys and gals on the Wrecking Crew. And the Wrecking Crew is uh, the folks that want to really get to the next level, share their poker knowledge with the world, um, get more involved in other people learning about poker, talking about poker, getting better at poker, doing it all together in our community here. So about once a month, we invite a premium member into the rec room to talk with our wrecking crew about a hand history, a concept that's been bugging them in poker, or just to talk strat, just to chat poker strat. Why not? So one way to do it, the best way, send me an email, jim at rec.poker. Tell me the wrecking crew member you'd like to hang out with in the rec room and the subject you'd like to discuss with them. I'll see if I can match you two up. We'll set you up for a little video call like the one you're about to watch. And uh, you can just hang out, talk poker, and uh, hopefully get a little better at it together. That's the plan, after all. So you might be listening to this on the audio version, and we'll try and keep it clean and fun for our audio listeners. But I do think you'll get more out of it if you watch the video that goes along with it. There's more stuff on the screen, screen sharing, hand details. Sometimes we'll look at a HUD, something like that. So um, I hope you enjoy the audio version, but I really hope you'll go to rec.poker and sign up for a free community account there to get access to all our free videos and that sort of thing. So without further ado, uh, welcome to the rec room. You know, I'm making deep runs. I mean, I, I do very well in the mornings, in the morning tournaments, like... Well, just one of my best runs. a lot of poker players don't like playing in the morning, so you, you're playing against the right field. Yeah, that's what you it know, is, I think. Like ga- game selection. Seriously, dude, people don't appreciate game selection. Yeah. Um, playing in the right tournaments, the right structures, the right time of day on the right sites, you know, that that can yield more results than like getting really good at playing Ace-10 suited on the button. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, so back great. when I was really making good results, I won, I think I told you this, I won over 10K in one month. And yeah. there was a specific tournament before ACR had this revamp of their site. They were they were having a lot of issues uh, two years ago or so, and they um, were always down and they were causing a lot of people grief on Twitter I and remember. all that kind of stuff. Yep. So then they started introducing all these series and all these other things. But before then, they had a lot of good daily tournaments that were like a, there was a 55, 12, 500. There was a, you know, all the all the $11 were always 10Ks. And then, so now, then when they came back, they reduced a lot of those guarantees. So the 55, 1200, I used to win that all the time. The 12, 1200, I won it once or twice. And then I got like second and third Damn. prizes though. Yeah. But, but, um, you know, 50, 60 player field. But then when it came back, now it's a 55, uh, four right. Right. in the morning. Right. Right. But I still play that one because there's only 36, 40 people. And I spin into it almost every time I played in the morning, 55. 
So, uh, yeah, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So we'll we'll do we'll do more detailed. Yeah, uh, I can review the tournaments that I play with. Yeah, YouTube what I'd like you so so one thing I'd like you to do I'd like you to start taking some notes for me, okay? Tracking my spins. Uh, tracking, yeah, like a like a log. Uh, this would be really helpful. Yeah. Can you start like an Excel spreadsheet or something that's easy for me to work with? Yeah. That just is like literally a log by day of the number of tournaments you enter, their buy-in, and their format. So if they're like a spin and go or a knockout or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. I'll do that. That's okay. good to know for me too. Yeah. And and we can, Poker Tracker will record a lot of this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but I want you to get in the habit. I want you to actually look at it every day. I want you to get in the habit of as you enter tournaments, recording them. Yeah. And then we'll probably we'll probably let Poker Tracker track a lot of this stuff in the long run, but um, for the first month or the or even if you want, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we should even get together in a couple of weeks and then go to the once a month after that or whatever. That'd be good. Yeah, you, a couple you, weeks. Let's get yeah. a couple of weeks. Okay. I'll get it. I'll get it. Um, I'll send a date with you. Yeah. Perfect. I, I get, and I think and as long as from there. yeah, as long as you're taking it seriously in the meantime and like taking notes and stuff and uh, staying on the right track and just thinking about the right stuff, like it's all just about having a little someone to check in with from time to that's, time that's all you need you know and you need someone to kind of hold you accountable with honestly that's the biggest part of it like i didn't want to say it but I, the fact that you saying it that's the best part like it's true yeah you do need someone to hold you accountable to everybody does we all do um, and i mean even with uh even with things such as like bankroll management like hmm. if i win a tournament for example it's like okay what do i do with the 850 dollars in my account right do i take out 500 and leave 350 do i take out 600 and leave 250 and then do I take out, am I taking out too much to leave myself with too little where I have to redeposit again? Right. And like, that's that kind of stuff. You know, you can do some thinking up front and get a realistic plan together. And you don't even have to worry about that because you've already figured that out, you know? And it's just like one thing you don't have to stress about that week, that month. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, so why don't we even just start there? Like, why don't you just talk to me a little bit about what what you're trying to get out of this? What are your goals for yourself as a poker player? um like you're you're a recreational player you've got a real yeah. job you've got bankroll you know management isn't the same requirements for you than it is for like a pro who has to live and die on it um yeah yeah talk to me a little bit about like where, where are you at with it and what so like i know we've spoken before about um about my previous like uh tournament buy-in ranges right yep. and how i've recently made a small ball philosophy to play the tournaments that are less exciting quote unquote but that will yield me better results for my for my uh, risk or whatever so four dollar eight even an 800 guaranteed tournament where there's only 40 player pool it's a turbo and there's 200 up top so mm. i'm spending 400 dollars, and i used to look at something like an 800 guaranteed and i'd look right past it i want right. to play 10k 5k at the least you know and now I'm playing 2K, 1600s, 800 guaranteeds, um, making deep runs in those, um, satelliting. Mm. Uh, ACR developed a new functionality for spinning. I always, I never tried it until my roommate spun into like a 55. And I was like, oh, wow, so you can do it. And then I started doing it. And literally, this morning I spun into a 33 for $1.75. Mm. Yesterday, or two days ago, me and my roommate played. He, in the morning, he spun into a 55 twice. 
I spun into in the evening, I spun into a 5580K. And then I spun into a 109 for one dollar. Wow. I don't even need to sit there in satellite. And yeah. and I don't, you know, sometimes you can get carried away with the spins, but I never really lose. I've oh my God, I've so, I've saved so many buy-ins with the spins. It's insane. Well, and you know, the, the when it comes to like new variations and stuff like that, thinking yeah. players, we have a huge edge in those new formats because yeah. you know, you're you're probably thinking about the ICM stuff in the right way. Other people aren't playing their stacks properly. So mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, even though the system, you know, the site probably has it rigged a little bit so that they're still making money no matter what, yeah. you can definitely have an edge in those spins and in other kind of stuff like that where it just makes it that much easier. So I think that's a great idea. And so that's goal. better that than yeah. satellites even, you know? Exactly, yeah. And so my goal is to be able to play tournaments every day. Nice. And, and consistently yield a profit, whether short or long run, and put myself in, put myself in spots where I can get big prizes too. Yeah. And then just kind of go from there and have my poker in um, add to my real life bankroll. Yeah. And that's what I want. I don't. And the, obviously the dream is to bank a huge tournament and the dream uh-huh. is to satellite into a crazy $630 tournament or something and we'll get there. But I just want to be able to play poker every day, every day, play tournaments. I'll play cash games. I played a cash game with some uh, friends of mine way outside of my bankroll it's a thousand dollar buy-in we did a high stakes game and mm-hmm. i ended up having a great night and leaving with 1500 profit fortunately if i would have lost i would have been in such a hole <laughs> yeah totally totally. like i totally. heard uh matt berkey i heard him talk about one time and he had like 700k bankroll when he played 100k cash game oh. you know? and i was sitting there thinking like realistically what do i seem like if i have 700k bankroll would I justify a hundred K buy-in cash game? You know, like, Oh, I have 600 K behind, you know, whatever. It's like, man, it's the same thing with me, $700 and playing a hundred dollars. You know, it's a pretty good attitude, man. That's yeah, that's right. I don't know. Just want to be able to play tournaments and then play cash games to kind of uh, pad the bankroll a little bit here and there. And, you know, I want to be very versatile with that, but I just don't want to be, I don't want to think that I'm, a worse player or sorry i don't want to think that i'm a better player than i am you know i want to find where where i can improve always on a constant you know constantly reviewing all that kind of stuff because now i i consider myself to have more of an edge than other players and i consider myself to be a good player but i don't want to be blind right and and, and, i mean it feels like it feels like you're playing in a good disciplined uh way when it comes to game selection that's mm-hmm. really important we've already talked about that and uh i think you 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 are definitely based on our conversations you definitely have a skill edge on the field in the mm-hmm. tournaments that you're playing and that's where you want to be yeah. so the key is to you know w- so he'll tell you right now so one thing i'd like to do with you by the time we meet in a month mm-hmm. if we meet again in a month I want to have a schedule for you where you're, you know what your bankroll goals are for the month. And it's going to have this much of your time is spent playing those real small, uh, uh, small field tournaments for low buy-ins where you're expressing your edge. And then this much of it is going to be a slightly deeper bankroll where you're yeah. going to take them more seriously. And uh, we're going to have a plan for those. And then there's going to be like a couple of these 
where you take that shot, right? Yeah. And yeah, I think, not, yeah. and if you are, and if you want to mix in some of these like spins as part of that strategy, then mm -hmm. I think you're already doing a good job of managing that bankroll effectively. Yeah, um, spin bankroll too, for sure. Yeah. 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 So, you know, and, and it just, and we have to look at the spins because it's easy for people to get caught there because they get these big, tra they get these big spin ins and they don't realize like, oh yeah, actually I played $32 um, spin ins and I won a $50 ticket. I actually lost $10 on that day, yeah, but, yeah, um, totally. but, but, you know, you'll be able to track that in poker tracker four yeah. um, and paying attention to that and get, and like, just like you say, getting some real feedback and not just what you think you know, like sometimes you could even just be running good and you don't even know. Um, yeah. But so that's one goal we're going to have yeah. is giving you a one thing you're just not even going to have to think about. It's just going to be like, I'm going to try and I love this idea of playing every day. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to I want to oh, free too. up as much of your time to spend playing and thinking about poker and reviewing yeah. and uh, not to have to worry about um, some of the stuff. So great. I, yeah, I'm, I'm loving everything I'm hearing so far. That's fantastic. OK. So do you want to just dive in? Do you want to just yeah, let's uh, do it? Let's do you do have it, it okay. on yours? Yeah, I can bring it up here. Okay. So I'm just gonna maximize this. Let me bring this in here. So do you So this uh, I re the reason I sent you this tournament also I want to say is that what we were talking about, me thinking I'm a better player than I am or whatever, hmm. is that I could have sent you a lot of other tournaments, but this is one that's recent that I know that I feel that I played very well in. Obviously, there's always spots you can improve, and that's what I want to see because I want to take a tournament where, oh, I play very well in it, and I want to see, oh, if I think I'm playing very well, mm -hmm. what am I missing? Mm -hmm. So this is like what we we're talking about with the B game. This might be like more of a B game tournament for me where I'm, where I feel like I'm playing better than I, I was in the zone, you know, focused and trying to make yes. good three bets and really taking everything that I learned from my reviews and tried to apply it to this game. And I ended up running really deep. Nice. Nice. Out of like 300 people, 280, uh, 285, I believe. And then made it to 22nd. Well, I mean, it's not a coincidence. I think when, when we're thinking critically about our decisions, uh, we make better decisions. And yeah. I think when we think about the fact that we're going to have to share this with other people, we also make better decisions and we hold yeah. ourselves more accountable because it's like, uh, I'm actually going to, someone's going to see it. You know? It's like when uh, my roommate's watching me play and he pulls yes. me up, I play. It's like, okay, he's watching me. Like, yeah. I don't want him to see this, me go to showdown with this bluff. So I'm just going to three barrel it. I don't know. You know, I just like. If that, it's a factor, yeah. whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, it's a factor. All right. Small blind, toughest spot. Okay. Great. Yeah. So here you went three X. Yep. Uh, and I think that's good. Um, yeah. I think this is the spot. This is a perfect place to have a bigger open, no matter what your hand is, because you don't want the big blind to have such an enticing opportunity to just call with a wide range of hands. So, I and then if they this. have a hand, they'll push back and I'll get out. Yep, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I think this is perfect. Ten six suited. I learned love that it. from my roommate. I learned it. He saw me just do a regular open against the big blind. He was like, "Hey, I would challenge you to do three X or so because yep. because of that." Yep, hundred percent. I started es doing it especially if your standard opens like 2.4 you got to mm -hmm. make yeah 3x here is great if your standard yeah. open is like a min raise then you can make this like two and a half 2.6 something like that but always make it bigger yeah always yeah make it bigger so okay. i love that and you get a call <sighs> pretty sweet flop wow. I know. so yeah so here i love this so uh less than half pot right yeah 
Um, what made you what made you choose that sizing there, and the other sizing on the Aces hand? Oh, okay. So I think the Aces hand, I felt like I'm ahead. Yep. But at the same time, see, and this might be the thing too. Who knows if I was really thinking about it, right? As far as the sizing goes. Yep. Maybe I was just betting because I know that I'm ahead of whatever he has, unless he has a nine, which I'd ha it'd have to suck to find out. I mean, obviously he has 60 big blinds with the nine situation. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to get it all in with aces there. That, you know what I mean? But, mm -hmm. but I think it's more so, I think, so this sizing, I feel confident that I have the best hand right now with the spade draw as well. Yep. But at the same time, I do feel a little vulnerable being out of position and then just with, you know, not a great kicker, et cetera, but small yeah. bind to big bind, this is such a strong spot. So I know I'm ahead, but I want to make it, it's less than half pot. So you want him to call, but you don't want him to call. I don't know. It's like, I don't want him to turn a Jack with Jack. Right. Jack eight, whatever, you know. Yeah. Tens, like tens right at that spot where there's still four over cards. Yeah. You know, um, which is a I lot. I feel confident that I, that I'm ahead right now. Yeah. But if, yeah, he, I has a, if he has a four or a deuce or anything, he's going to call. Yeah. I think he's coming along with any pair any pocket pair uh, nines down yep. to threes, uh, probably any flush combos for sure at this yeah. sizing and probably hands like uh, Jack queen, queen king, you know, two over cards with a backdoor straight one heart. Maybe I can see him continuing. Uh, although some so, of those he re-raises, some of those he re-raises pre-flop. So I don't X. know necessarily what to think about the sizing right here, you know? Other mm. than just that I know I'm ahead, but, yeah, you know, it's like, should I be betting smaller to get the fours and the deuces to come along? Should I be, you know? No, I think, uh, I think. It's an interesting spot. Yeah, I think, I think I wouldn't bet smaller because yeah. I think you're still going to get those calls. And I think in a, again, in a big picture setting, blind versus blind, I think you gain a lot from having a small bet size like this. So I don't think mm -hmm. there's any real incentive to go like half yeah, pot where you want to be stabbing a lot too, right? Yeah, half pot just seems too big. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. All right, so let's see how they respond. They call. Okay. okay. So now. What were they calling with, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, in a way, in a way, you love seeing that for. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's just like less likely that they have it, but it's too bad because we wanted them to have a four yeah uh, before so now okay so now you go half pot and you're there it's a quarter of their stack yep so this feels like this feels like well all right tell me tell me why is the term well, i size feel bigger? like so i feel like i did half pot and honestly looking at it right now i might even do a little bit more hmm and the reason being is because now he's calling me. So in, in the moment, but me thinking about it differently now, I would think differently, but I'm thinking, okay, now I want to protect against, if, if you have a flush draw, I want you to either reshove on me right now. Mm -hmm. Or if you have, I don't know, because any better, if he has a 10, it's probably better than mine. Yeah, probably. If he had a four that he called me on the flap, he just turned trips. 
and he's not calling the deuce with half pot. So then what am I really winning? That's that's my issue here because even yeah. the heart draws are now I like a check maybe even. Oh yeah. Yeah, because then he gets maybe to bluff that four too, right? Yeah. He can bluff or he can whatever he called me. That's just the weird thing. It's like, okay, what did you call me with on the flop? Is it a flush draw? You know? Yeah. So and I think so, I think given your flop it's a size. Draw, I like the bet though. Well, yeah, but you don't get to know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh <laughs> But I think I think I think a smaller sizing here is more consistent with your strategy. Like thirty five hundred. Uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. His, his his the only draw you're worried about now is the hearts, right? Mm-hmm. And you know some weird wheel draw that he could have been in there with like ace three suited or something. Oh right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but really, it's the heart. Um, and his his odds his his odds have dropped in half now because he he doesn't get to draw on the turn and not his odds have dropped in half he doesn't get to uh pull two cards he's down to one card yeah so um you can they're they're making a mistake to call a smaller sizing than this even though they're also making a mistake to call with this one yeah and then all the other hands if he does have a four, if he does have a 10 with a better kicker, um, you're They're getting the it. same response from them, but it's just costing you more chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think flush draw would, would re-raise me pre-flop, no? I, or, on, or on the flop, yeah. Yeah, on the flop, on the flop. That's yeah, right. although they're getting a pretty good price with that small bet. But yeah. yeah, I could see them deciding to play it more aggressively if they're going to. Let me put it this way. Uh, if they had a flush draw and he was the raising type, he would have done it on the flop and not mm, yeah, on the turn. Yeah. They would yeah. have done it to the smaller sizing. So you're you're in a position here where if you're getting raised, the good news is you can comfortably fold because you're always behind. If mm. you can eliminate a flush draw from his range, then you can, you're you're basically behind every time he raises for value. Um but I think you could find out that same information for less chips. And uh when you make it big like this, now when he raises, you're actually going to be getting really good odds on that call the with call. top pair you know and buying. no kicker. And you're like, oh man, well now I have to call. And that's how and you know you're buying. That makes right. sense. Right. So then let me ask you uh, really quick. Yeah. Yeah. On the flop. If, if I wanted to find, you said, if he's a raising type player, you, yeah. you would have probably heard about it on the flop. Yeah. How do I, how do I find out if he's a raising type player? By playing against them enough to get notes. Okay. And okay. just by getting hands on them and seeing how aggressively they play draws and stuff like so that. So it'll say, it'll tell you that he three bet draws and stuff. Yeah. Three raise yeah. draws. Okay. Yeah. In fact, let me, um, yeah, maybe I, I don't want to yeah, waste, I don't want to waste our time pulling up my own hands right now, but in our next month, um, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll pull some up in my HUD and you can see some pretty sophisticated uh, notes. Good, good yeah like like so, yeah that's cool so i do i i think that um you're totally right hearing that from you i i like the i like a smaller bet there yeah because you're you getting the it. same you're getting the same result if he doesn't want to continue he's going to fold from it, whether it's 4500 or whether it's 3000 yeah i agree i think that's even right. 28 even 2800 i think will fold they won't continue probably i don't on know that, I don't on know that board with. he might be on that board i don't know ace deuce and the nice thing about that, honestly, is that when you have a hand like this, you don't even really mind 
the, like if they call with those real wide ranges to the extra small bet, that actually isn't really the end of the world because you're, you're getting, getting called by a lot of hands that you're beating. Those are value bets now. Ace yeah, deuce. Yeah, if he's yeah, got ace deuce yeah. and I bet 2,500, he might yeah. call. You love that. Yeah. You love that. That's so, true. That's true. Um, so, so that's that. It, it works. It works on both sides of that too. Yeah. All right. So let's. Uh, so value sizing. I'm just going to make a note. Man, I hope we can find some more value spots because that's a place that I need to work at. Sometimes I try to get greedy and I try to get all the value mm-hmm. on the river mm-hmm. when I should be I should be deciphering their ranges and being like, okay, if he just has top pair here, he's not going to call it all in. So I should just make it five big lines or whatever, you know? Well, yeah, and you can. So I try to size it to be a pot size bet on the river. but Yes, still, that's wrong. smart. That's smart. That's smart. You do want to yeah. be thinking about that. And that's another one of those things that you want to be thinking about every time. But you also need to be thinking about when are we going to deviate from this? Yep. Okay. I don't mind that open. What's the stack size here? Yeah. Okay. You're deep enough for sure. Nice. Get a call. Ooh, juicy little spot here. So I'm assuming he checks because everyone always checks. And then, yeah, love. This is like this. This is like the perfect board for you to be c-betting right now. Yeah. All right. All my all my under the gun ranges. Yeah. This this high mid mid rainbow. That's like you see about a hundred percent at that. Yeah. And that's great. Yeah. And yeah. you're not even going to have this much equity on a lot of these boards like that, no, but no, this is, this is equity. like, this is like the gin board for you. Yeah, for sure. Love that. Love it. All right. I love it. <laughs> well, thanks for joining me folks. I hope you had as much fun as I did in the rec room today. Just a reminder that if you'd like to join the premium membership at rec.poker, you can use the code RECPOKER, which will take $10 off the already incredibly low price of $15 a month. That's right, you could get your first month for only 5 bucks. And let me tell you folks, $5 at rec.poker for the premium membership is the best $5 you're going to spend in poker this year. You're going to get access to the seminars, the online playing hangs, the focus study group, uh, you're going to be able to submit hands to the wrecking crew just here in the rec room. And uh, if you do, email me, jim at rec.poker, and let me know the subject matter you're interested in and who on the wrecking crew you'd like to talk to about it. And we will make it happen, get you out here on the podcast, and uh, you can help uh, the rest of Rec Poker Nation by sharing your knowledge and, and sharing your questions, and we can all get better at poker together. It's what we do. Um, if five bucks seems like too much, I totally get that. No pressure at all. Go to rec.poker and sign up for a free community account. You can play in the home games. You can uh, interact in the forums. You can post uh, your own questions and answers. You can interact with the rest of Rec Poker Nation totally for free. Um, it's just it's a great place to come and meet people like yourself that want to have a good time with good people and get better at poker while we're doing it. So I do hope you come by and visit. And I'd like to thank Website Amp, Learn Pro Poker, and the Running Aces Hotel, Racetrack, and Casino for making this all possible. And I hope to see you over at Rec.Poker. Come visit. Come visit.